This is Beyond Music with John Bierman and Sylvia Nakash. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the concept and practice of sound healing. What happens if we can activate some galactic intelligence in people through sound healing? Sylvia is an international accredited specialist in cross-cultural music therapies and an award-winning composer and multi-instrumentalist. John is a student of Sylvia's, having taken her sound healing course at CIIS in San Francisco in 2012. They are embarking on a journey together to explore uncommon topics related to how music creates, shapes, defines, and memorializes the human experience. Their goal is to discover and elaborate on some of the deep secrets of the magic of music and how it can mirror and change our society. You were very curious about what is sound healing. And I wonder if many people are curious about what is sound healing or uh, where your curiosity came from. Right. I don't know if I've ever answered this question. Why did I sign up for your class back in 2013 or 2012? How did I come across sound healing? <laughs> right. I was in the, I was at a therapist and uh, I had talked about a bunch of things. I don't want to get into all that, but just a psychotherapist. And um, I think she went to CIS and she mentioned there's a sound healing program. I just checked it out one day and it just, it really appealed to me. So that's, that's kind of how I got into it. Um, it was definitely a, a stretch for me to, to do it. Like I'd never heard of it. I tried to visualize what it was. I went to your, your class, uh, your the information the informational session. session yeah uh and it's not, it just seemed really interesting and the people were very interesting so i think i was just really intrigued by it um so as as the class was going on you know you you were introducing us to all these different modalities there's so many but the term sound healing is still a little bit elusive as far as what it actually is and i think one of the questions we brought up before was does sound actually heal and and why is it about is, is is what you're doing and what you're presenting in that class all about healing or was it presenting these modalities that had been used for all different types of things not just healing well this that's your answer in your question yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is always the case of, of 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 pure curiosity you know curiosity is wonderful uh, because curiosity comes from from innocence, and um, and I remember realizing that curiosity is the antidote of fear, which is um, basically the in the base of all our problems. <laughs> yeah. So I love your curiosity, and from the beginning, and I remember you sitting in the back always, and um, in the back of the class, very present, very open. And I am a, I'm, I'm very happy to be in this uh, podcast experience with you because you maintain that sense of curiosity, uh, exploration, uh, uh, I would say creative inquiry. And that was the base of that session. So now that, 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 that certificate. If you think about the name that we very carefully uh, cast for that uh, program that lasts for 17 years, it was uh, sound, voice, and music in the healing arts. Mm -hmm. And the word art for me was essential. So mm -hmm. I wanted to bring the modalities of, as you say, modalities of uh, 
in, including sound and voice and music and understanding the relationships between sound, voice, music, and the human psyche and the environment and the possibility of the, pos the positive, the, I would say the, the affective qualities of sound in a positive way in, in, in how sound can benefit uh, our capacity to think, how sound can benefit our capacity to create, how sound can benefit our capacity to relate with each other, and a little bit higher in this um, kind of hierarchy, how sound can transform the way we listen. Mm -hmm. And now is when, of course, we did this program with you more than 10 years ago. It's been a long time and it's an evolutionary field. Sound is everything. Everything, we are sound, we are vibration and vibration permeates all things. So sound creates, if our children too, think about think about the, the way we, we start uh, being in this world by screaming, right? Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. I, <laughs> yes. I have a, uh, a a daughter who is uh, almost two, and she has some pipes. She can scream, <laughs> but I think one thing about that is they can't talk yet. They can't communicate, so they only scream. I love it. Uh, and so that that's their only way. They're so frust I think it's frustration a little bit because they can't communicate. And so they their only way is different types of screams. They cannot be frustrated. Different types of screams. <laughs> no, well they're tr they're, they they want to communicate so badly. And and exactly. they're just they're they want something but they don't know how to say they they want it. And they, don't care. they just start screaming and eventually we figure it out and give it to them or something. <laughs> but John, they don't care. They don't have the reason. They are they are interested in resonance, in empathetic, what we call sympathetic resonance, communication. They're 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 interested in connecting, but they're they still don't have the reasoning, the intellectual makeup to worry or to be frustrated. They can have physical pain, but they are not still suffering like we are yeah. it's very nice because it, if you think about having that curiosity I, i'm for me the children's are my great gurus whenever i feel i feel weird about something that happened to me and i live alone so uh, i have to figure out how to relate sometimes i forget about people or how to relate because i've been without talking to people for 48 hours right so when i relate i and i see a child i go out and this beautiful place I live, and I see a child and looks at me and wants to communicate, I completely change. Especially if the child tries to explore communication. So that's where sound healing supposed to be. <laughs> I mean, I, ho I hope it's going to be, which is the exploration of empathetic listening. The exploration of the space to create a relationship among everything, galactic, environment, medical, physical, uh, human, 
you mentioned animals and plants, but to create to, an empathetic relationship where both bodies con are connected and in resonance, meaning that the, the affective quality and the effect of sound, which is different, is creating something beneficial in both, both parties. So the one that is sounding and the one that is receiving. And that is what happened with music, for example. You know, when we create music, we are creating music consciously or not, thinking in sharing that. You know, and wh who is going to listen? But the, the concern that I have is how we bring back into sound in healing, not sound healing, which is now an, uh, you know, like a kind of a trend, but in sound in healing, the capacity of sound, which is everything in healing, for the sounders, the practitioners to become explorers again. Because the original idea you had when you came to see IIS, a great place to meet people and to learn everything, was to explore. Oh, yeah. Because you were interested in sound. What we are doing is sound. But what about if in, instead of thinking about sound, which is so big and can go, it's, it's like water. It can penetrate anything that we think, anything that we do, everything that we want, anything that we aspire. It can be overwhelming. It can be overwhelming or can be treated very simply like a sound is depending on this instrument. When we were doing our sessions, I was very clear of not introducing many instruments, but trying to understand how sound can be itself a communication, how the person doesn't need any instrument to communicate healing or transformation of consciousness or transformation of pain, physical pain, or transformation where we need now of air, earth, environment. We don't need an instrument in the beginning to, to hold in and say, I am not a musician if I don't have an instrument. That's why I fell in love with the voice. Yeah, I also I, think that part of it was when we would go to the, your class or I would have people in my studio, a space where you're at, there's a space where you're, it, it's, you're listening extra deep and you're taking it's just a conscious intentional place where you're you're really really listening and you're and you might actually be singing too and everything that you're doing is very you're, you're really feeling it you're really it just resonates very deeply and i think that's when you create a space like that maybe it's a sacred space if you want to call it that but that's part of it, too, right? So, so you are saying, see, because your curiosity is so, so truthful, so pure, so engaging, uh, that brought back to my new development. And, you know, I, I st I'm still working with the same certificates, the same kind of ideas. I, I have uh, certificates going in, in Japan, uh, even through through uh, COVID uh, constrictions. I have sent certificates going on in 
um, New York, and I have certificates going on through my own school, Voxmundi. So certificates mean that I, uh, I have cohorts, meaning I am working with the same group of people for a year or two years, okay? Right. So the point is that this same group of people go deeper into becoming sound explorers. And some of them become, but we bring curiosity first. The first thing that many, many of those people will ask you is, oh, what instrument should I play? And I said, you have a voice, you have hands, you have a body. So the first thing is to change the mindset. And you say it, sound is in the beginning of all things created but before sound and this is my new development my new development is my latest development before sound there is a space the space is before the vibrational uh waves of air that that at some point hit each other and create sound and the world and the big bang so is the space that allows for sound to to communicate life so a space comes first and allowing for a space creating a space or were they the say now holding the space designing the space where sound is going to be the the resonance quality the affective quality the 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 one that will explore cultures of listening because listening is actually a result of culture culture creates listening and listening is different from hearing your divine babies are hearing and they are uh, in few years they are going to start listening and deciding what they want to hear listening is 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 it's evolving with the cre the kind of designing the uh, evolution of consciousness uh attention i think my older one is starting to listen because he tunes me out sometimes <laughs> well, it's all he purposely yeah, it's uh, doesn't want to listen to me because he doesn't want to do what I tell him so it's uh it's it's there is a transition where it gets to that point where they get old enough to realize that decide to make they, a they're decision. making a decision whether exactly. or not they want to listen because they, exactly. they realize what listening is it's not just hearing anymore and that and that and then listening and in, in the evolution and this is jean piaget they will say okay the first thing is when they say no they start saying no 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 why 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 yeah. this is the way that we start creating this intellectual body that is inside us then the perception of oral experience oral a u r a l oral and oral modalities and auditory stimulation start changing. Something becomes sonorous, something becomes sonar, something becomes sonic, and then we get the possibility of understanding perception, auditory perception. Then we are very interested in how we listen, and then we start getting more interested in deciding what to listen and changing the way that we listen 
and that's the way we are growing up. At some point, we say, oh my God, this is an incredible capacity that I have to change the world by communicating with sound. Right. And, so, yeah. And I think being in the spaces that we create, we can go further, right? Like, I think we can listen. Can, can you listen deeply in any, all, all day long? Is it possible to do that? Or do you have to be in a sacred space to do that? Or can you live in a sacred space all the time in your, in your, in your mind? Um, listening, listening is a very evolutionary practice. Listening is a very evolving practice and engaging practice of directing our attention to particular um, situations, objects, people that we are interested in. So listening is a way of directing our attention to what we are hearing. Hearing is a, you know, it's a, it's a physiological uh, ear, uh, bones, and especially skin. Uh, vibrational function and because we have ears and we have skin and a body and bones we listen we vibrate and we are interested in vibration but i want to get back to your 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 child mm -hmm. the curiosity of exploring so in the next level of sound and healing we want to sympathetically communicate that sound can be a field of research and exploration, depending your capacity. That sound doesn't need an instrument to be a healing modality. That sound is everything I say. It could be healing from someone else. It could be healing from yourself. It could be, it could be from nature. It can be from a voice. Again, I hear sometimes I just need to hear the voice of John Cage as music. I like to hear his voice and, and whatever he's saying is music for me. He doesn't need to play any instrument because I'm in love of the sound of that voice. <laughs> Example, in the space, uh, last night I went to a friend's house nearby and she always feed me after I, I work with my students or whatever I do. She say, there is food in the house. And then I go. <laughs> and then she has this, this uh, cinema in her house, okay? A whole room that is uh, all, all, all like uh, to, to, to watch films and amazing television. And she showed me what everybody asked me to, to, to watch, which is the new Paul McCartney. Um, serious on Hulu. And I fell in love. I was so happy like your child when finds the right things to do. Because not because what they were doing, which was extraordinary, was analyzing. Uh, uh, he was with, I think he was with a sound engineer and he, they were analyzing every sound and the story of every sound mm -hmm. and being able to um, a single, you know, listen to every sound of, uh, you know, those incredible legendary pieces of the Beatles. But the point, it was a great idea. It was an extraordinary direction, but the light, the lighting, oh my God, <laughs> the lighting for me was the sound because it was all gray, 
but all the colors of of black and white, which was nothing was black and nothing was black and white. So the lighting, the space that they create for the topic, make me interested for three hours to listen to what they were doing. And again, is the space that the sound in healing or the sound healers create. Shamanic healing, which is, is a verf, the first form of what we call now sound healing, they were in the middle of the jungle. I mean, you you cannot even discern what they all the sounds that were around the healing experience. Right. And the and shaman the, was mm. very clear about that, yeah. you know, at what time to do it, at what light to do it, what is the particular space, you know. So see, the sound healer consider that exploration, that the way of sound has to be connected to exploration, curiosity, uh, equanimity, uh, kind of telepathically know how long they have to play the instrument for the person to feel something. Because without feeling, it's good. Without feeling, we get relaxation. Is that okay? Yeah. I don't know. It's the first time I think about this. Well, I was. <laughs> you said something earlier that when the shaman was in the jungle, and you know, the jungle's making a lot of sounds. The jungle's <laughs> probably, well, you know, insects and monkeys and all these different things going on, and wind and things. You know, um, birds and. I wonder if that factored into the time of day that certain animals made certain noises or um, if, you know, that that's all part of the space that he, he or she, they, they created a space for that. Absolute. And maybe I wonder if they took that into account and if, if it was like an aid. Of course. For their, whatever they were doing. The, 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 the incredible intuitive and, uh, lineage, lineage base, sound healing from the shamanic journey and the shaman, the shaman way is based on creating the space for the person to listen to their inner world. Mm-hmm. And then they use substance and they use the, the exactly the, the, like the ragas that I'm in love and I will be doing this forever in many lives. The ragas is all about the time of the day. It's all mm. about the experience in the body. It's all about understanding. It's the sound that I am, the auditory stimulation that I am delivering is getting to the right person at the right place. So what happens if the sound healing happens in a very uncomfortable place where you can hear cars and you can hear and you are you are cold or you're you're smelling the feet of the person next to you or there's not comfort in the sense of being in a space of just listen, deep listening. Yeah. So that's that's happens, the yeah. it's all depending of for the sound healers to take a little bit more time learning about lineages of sound healing, uh, studying the research of what happened with auditory perception in different parts of the brain. What happened where, I mean, what is the brain on sound? What is the brain on music? What is my body wants to listen? And the most important, where and for how long? 
And to add to that, I wonder, it, is it just the physical space or it's also the, the, the practitioner is, is their energy that, that holds the space too and how they are well, being. Buddha will, uh, my dear John, Buddha will say, our dear Buddha will say, all is function of energy. What was all that? All is function of energy. <laughs> all is, I suppose Buddha was That's already Buddha's getting it. I think Buddha was getting this kind of Indian sound because he lived in India. So Buddha said, all is function of energy. All is function of energy. Yeah. All is function of energy. Sounds is energy. Yes. You are energy. Everything is energy. Right. right. And everything, every question. I love your idea of curiosity. The innocence of curiosity is the place of the great creative inquiry, the place of the scientists the place of the inventors. I mean, everything we are doing came from curiosity. And then there is this piece. I'm thinking in, in the iPhone now, because I'm crazy, right? So the, the, the iPhone that changed our life, when iPhone or whatever, smartphones, it was so beautiful to have it in the hands. It was a beautiful object. Mm -hmm. I bought them all because it was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and that's uh, the art part, the elegance, the elegance of the place. You know, uh, sometimes they, 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 to give the person a beautiful blanket and everybody with the same blanket, that's what they do in the Amazon. Everybody mm -hmm. has the same space, the same blanket, the same beautiful sounds around. And the, 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 the director, the, 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 the conductor, the shamans or the sound healers or the therapies, you know, they are just pointers towards how we listen to our worries, our inner world, how we really delete opening. experiences, experiences that are negative in right. our beneficial way to living in this world. Right. It's, it's helping open. Beautiful, Thanks. open. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So sound healing, according to John, is a uh, Bierman is <laughs> it's a way to helping us to be more open. And then comes my my favorite word. Can I say it? Yes. Sahash. This is Sanskrit. There are many, 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 many ways to understand Sahaj and many, 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 many translations. Sahaj is the co-existence, is the co-emergence of openness and radiance, openness and equanimity beyond any opposites, going beyond the opposites of the mind, that what they call now dual thinking beyond doubts and the sense of feeling in again from the beginning a creator that's what your babies are feeling they're creating with sound we uh we sing a lot together in the car i start um i might just do a tone like a mm or ah uh, can you do that and then and then i they, my little one-year-old in the back starts going, ah, she matches it. And then my son will also start, and then we'll start screaming. 
And then I'll start going down and, and doing a harmony with it. And then we kind of play at it sometimes. It's really funny. That's, uh, I think that's probably due to the class I took with you, but, um, <laughs> I really like it. I really love doing that. And I'm, I I very much enjoy singing. I, I think my kids do too. Um, they're both, they really, they really like singing. Um, well, sound is, I think for children, they're my, my, my favorite gurus. I have many gurus, but children are teaching me how to be innocent again. And, and the idea of bring the evolution of sound healing would be to feel that innocence, to feel that sense of space, to feel that sense of timing. I think they have a different consciousness. I think there's a magic of being a child and, and you just see the world differently. And it's, it's a magical time being a child. Yeah. Right. I think it's a magical time to be a sound healer too. That's a beauty. That can be. Yeah. And maybe that's yeah. it. You're, you're trying to get back to that magical, mm -hmm. that yeah. magic feeling. Of, mm -hmm. And you can, if you can create the space and, and open people up and open yourself up and you get, you get to access that, that childish childhood feeling. Right. Yeah. But the child gets, but, but I love what you're saying, but Think about this, John, just on the spot, because we are on the spot here. That's why this, this is so interesting for me. So the curiosity, which is the line of where we are talking today and uh, the openness, the, the, the emergency of openness and equanimity and timing and space in, in the field of sound healing as an evolutionary field and very ancient, of course. So think about that the child, it's, when you put the child to sleep, the child screams, doesn't want to go to sleep because he's having fun with sound. And then the point is that how we can bring the sound in healing or the sound healing modalities with the, the Tibetan balls, which are originally for very serious things about changing the world and praying. So the sound healing with these resonant instruments, which is so beautiful. I mean, you can imagine the sound that is made, but what about is bringing this modality of sound healing with resonant instruments into the experience of not just putting people to sleep and, 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 and convey the relaxation response. How, what, what happened if we can activate some, some intelligence? some 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 uh galactic intelligence in people through sound healing you mean accessing curiosity curiosity yeah intelligence sensitive where, where you know in the original sound you know the sensations of sound maybe you do i i, I maybe that's the that's part of the the goal with it's not just about putting people to sleep or i think some people they view it as a type of meditation, even though it's probably wouldn't be considered meditation, but, but it's, it, maybe it does allow people to sort of access some of that. Yes, definitely. I think that at this point in my experience, which is minimal with the, with the, this kind of, uh, minimal in the sense that I don't attend to those sound healing experiences, I attended to enough for me to know that it's not for me, mm. but, uh, but I love it. I love the sound. Some of uh, the sound healers are making music with the instruments, which is extraordinary music. 
it's kind of ambient music because they are composers. So I think it depends the, of the approach, the curiosity of the approach and the exploration of the approach and the evolutionary quality of the approach with the instruments, because we are not going to get rid of the instruments. So, so if we, uh, I, I, that's why the voice is, is always curiosity, because the voice can do absolutely every, anything. All right. And how many people are out there doing vocal sound healing? Oh, my God. Not many. Not as many as people that are doing bowls and other instruments. Well, they, they, I, I am creating a whole protocol of how to implement the voice with the resonant instruments. Uh, John Beaulieu uses uh, sacred syllables that he invented and he received it in a state of celestial harmony. And I am using my capacity as a musician and as a vocal art artist to uh, create voices and sounds that can be implemented uh, to combine with the delivery of just microtonal or overtonal sound with resonance uh, singing bowls. So I, I am I am uh, in my in my sessions and all the certificates that I am designing as an uh, academic. Uh, curriculum designer, which is what I do as part of my work as an artist. So when I am designing the ideas of and the ways of implementing the voice with resonant instruments, I give them many options. Mm -hmm. And then it's in their hands, in their capacity, in their time, in their intellectual uh, inquiry to study more and to practice more to use the voice right because the voice brings the human aspect to the feeling aspect i was listening to very interesting uh podcasts lately about healing the world and how we can collaborate with that as artists as explorers and of consciousness shifting and i realized that uh, it has to be with with connecting with feeling right you know and um and then meditation, as you mentioned, it's the highest level of therapy. Right, right. And right. it's about awakening. <laughs> it's not really about sleeping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so there's many ways. So le let's put it in this way. Sound healing is, uh, can be an art, can be, a, can be a, um, an amenity. You know, they're using it now in hotels, like in Las Vegas yep. and places like that um, to put, you know, to relax people can be um, a practice like, a, how can I say, contemplative practice. I'm starting a new, uh, a whole new studies or certificate on contemplative music. And the music has a quality because the music involves melody and rhythm. Sound doesn't need melody and rhythm. Sound is right. everything. Sound can be... Anything is sound. Doesn't have to be the moment that becomes tone, it gets it, it gets extended and then becomes frequency because we are thinking and then it's and we are in the science experiment. And then it becomes listening when we are 
connecting with all our faculties and bring attention to it. And actually, when we meditation starts, official meditation training, it starts with bringing attention to breath. Remember? Yeah. And backing up just a bit when you were talking earlier, um, I, I was asking about the vocal healing. And when, when you do sing or use your voice, it's coming from inside of you. Physically, that's where the sound is coming from, inside of you. As it, when you're using an instrument, a lot of times it's outside of you and you're, it, it's, I, I think singing and, and it can be a very emotional experience. I know a lot of, a lot of people have a hard time singing or they have doubts about it. And I, I just think it's, I think singing and, and humming and chanting and all those things is, is like incredibly powerful because it's being, it's coming from inside of you, being able to collaborate with all these other tools is is just so powerful all these other instruments and tools but i just you know i just been curious about the, the vocal part is this so well, sound, heavy yes sound is sound is is is, is, a, is a very vast sound right. can create the world and sound can create worlds sound can create relationships sound can create how can destroy it you know shiva sound can destroy something uh you, you know there are sounds that are very damaging so what i'm trying to say is that um let's bring back the original aspiration of our studies on sound remember that was becoming sound explorers and then comes the multi the the malt the the combined modalities Okay, I got this beautiful instrument, I pay $500 for it, or oh, I have one made of gold, the other one is made of platinum, the other has uh, stones from the middle of the mountains in Brazil, I don't know, they say so many things about them. But then these instruments, they have different tones, and then, and then they are beautiful, because they create this celestial uh collected sense of being in that space back to space but then what happened in time because sound and life is always related with time in time the if these instruments are played for half an hour we'll have this particular auditory stimulation effect and if they play for 10 minutes we'll have a different absolutely kind. yeah okay and yes. that's the part that we have to bring as explorers is people pay attention can to time pay attention to time pay attention to the space of silence which called leia in this is my favorite studies in the last few years is this they are, they are, uh, we studied that in in raga raga sangeet in raga music in hindustani music and drupad the space in between the, the each musical phrase, the space the space of rest, the space of breath, and that is the space. In that space is where he, maybe what we call healing, which is about wholeness, putting things together that are separated. Healing is about wholeness. It's about bringing back the memory of being all together, not having any worries. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> not having any pain, you know, what happened with babies sometimes. So the point is, is the space in between each musical phrase, each 
sound delivery system, each uh, resonant space created by Tibetan balls or singing balls, is that a space in between where we allow for integration. And integration is the key in my experience as a psychotherapist, former psychotherapist, is the key of shifting energy in people, transforming and it, consciousness. And it comes back to listening. Come back you're to listening. You're listening to the space. You're listening to the, the tone. You're listening to the music. All of it combined, and you're, you're processing it, listening to it deeply. Does, you know, and it's... Makes you feel. Yeah. What does it make you feel? Um, it's make you feel makes you change. Right. Good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> because I, 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 I'm back to you, uh, getting a little bit out of uh, detour from our topic, which is what is sound healing? I mean, sound healing is everything. If we are everything because we are sound and everybody in the world, consciously or not, is searching for healing. If we change the word healing for uh, putting together what is separated, what makes us feel pain and especially worries, which is the way that we feel psych psychic pain or soft suffering, as Buddha would put it. So how, how we become more familiar again because it's a return with the curiosity the explore the exploration the 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 inquiry of the child yeah. in within us because we were all child we were all just sound people sound sound beings and then and then listening to a bird so do you ever notice when your your two-year-old is looking is listening to nature when you take them out in nature they and how they listen they hear everything and what do they do with the finger i don't know two they or point. three years old they point it yeah. the attention that's attention attention is grow is is developing every child in the middle of the amazon where i kind of grew up in the middle of europe where my family came from everything every child will do that when is is the consciousness is forming there they, they use their fingers that's why my whole my whole vocal art my whole teaching experience now with my students forever is using the fingers to sing or to chant or to use the voice which is a com they are completely different ways of auditory stimulation the voice is like sound it's everything but but listen deep listening is the the key of of remembering to be a sound explorer i like sound uh, exploration as a mm -hmm. term um and then sound in healing sound like the the name of the class that i was taking sound in healing as opposed to sound healing so um, if we if we if we take your your word explore i have a whole class here in front of me uh that is whole protocol of improvisation uh trusting in the here and now and explore sound direct your attention and imagination to sound and the unknown explore sound explore contact with sound explore contact with tone explore sentiment sensation of tone explore mood yeah. explore pace explore texture explore yeah. the the how you make a choice 
explore repetition. Yes, explore. so you could have one one tone and just do that one tone every day and go through explore each one of those no change. each one yes. of those things you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And every day it might be a little mm-hmm. different. Explore no change, explore minimal change, explore movement, explore your hands, explore melody, explore space, explore silence. Back to our original inquiry, does sound healing really heal? Yes, sound is a creator, sound is the most intuitive form of psychology and transformation. Humming reduces stress, definitely. Humming with the gently, with our voice, it warms all the organs of the body. It feels great. I always use it as the first form of uh, entering in the space, holding the space of sound and healing with the voice. The voice has an extraordinary possibility to calm and give tranquility and affect the nervous system in a positive way. Think about lullabies that it comes from all over the world in all forms of beauty. And um, I would say contentment, love, drumming, trance drumming as a tool for um, a higher state of consciousness. It can reduce uh, traumatic experiences, give a sense of um, comfort. Uh, It's being used now with uh, addiction and all kinds of stress, recovery. And I would say that um, the instruments are beautiful. You know, the, the form of sound healing that really is being very familiar now through many form of uh, medicines and applications are the crystal singing bowls, the gongs, the gentle instruments, uh, of course, Native American flutes. So drumming gently, I would say gently is important, you know, being able to deliver the sound with a sense of musicality melodiousness, pacefulness, just that. For the practitioner to have more time investigating, entering in deep listening and creative inquiry, learning more about science, the science of sound and how sound, um, how the brain is on sound and the sound on the brain. And go beyond what, you know, the, the simple ways of auditory stimulation into understanding the space in between every sound, every delivery, every offering. It's in the space in between. I believe, I feel, I know, I I experience, I, I teach. It's in the space in between one sound and the next sound. It's in that space of silence and and breath that integration happens and healing with sound in sound sound in healing i think is a way of integration because it's a practice and hopefully an evolutionary art of exploring sound for well-being 
for bringing our humanity into a higher level of consciousness and vibration and love and more, more prana, more breath, more, 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 more voice in all levels, more instruments, more diversity. It works. Thanks for listening to the inaugural episode of Beyond Music. To learn more about Sylvia Nikash, please visit voxmundiproject.com. That's V-O-X-M-U-N-D-I project.com. If you're enjoying this podcast, leave us a review wherever you listen and share with your family and friends. The Beyond Music Podcast is produced by Carmel Sound Lab. For more information, go to carmelsoundlab.com.